Are you ready? Because it is time for our new round of the Companions Cube. Geeky goodness and gaming delights. It's what we do. Introducing the hosts of our show, Venetia, Stephanie, and Mary. Will you join us in the cube? Starting in three, two, one. Ranting? No, See? we don't do and that they, here. Did you tell never, me something about ranting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We never go off topic on our podcast. We are always serious. Yeah. We are always professional and we never make pipe. Yes. I need a pipe, a hand pipe. Ooh, I don't know how to. <sighs> We're always professional. I never act inappropriately. I was just thinking that's exactly the way uh, Nathan Fillion like started one of his behind the scenes uh, videos for Firefly. And he was just like, yeah, we're always professional. We <laughs> never joke and we never make mistakes. It's totally believable. It's totally believable. <laughs> we always stay on subject. Okay, so All recording right. in three, <laughs> two, beard on. Click. Okay, so hello everyone and welcome back to the Companions Cube. Tonight is November the 25th and this will be posted on December the 3rd, which means for all of you watching and or listening to us in the future, uh, happy belated Thanksgiving because apparently you're all American. So for everyone else in the world, sup guys? What's uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Stephanie, your host tonight, and I'm joined by these two lovely ladies. Mary, whose mic works, and Venetia. What's up? And we are also joined by special guest Jeremy, better known as Jer Maximus, uh, Twitch streamer, game writer, and general cool person. Awesome. It's just awesome. Thank <laughs> you. You guys are way more awesome than me, though. Dude. I don't know. I, I'm looking at your background, and you have more stuff than me. I think this automatically equals a win. Although, you're not supposed to be able to see my mess, but uh, it's there. <clears throat> anyway, tonight we will be talking about all things racing games. And this is in honor of the fact that the biggest, most high profile game in the holiday season so far for this genre is uh, coming out this week. Next week. Yep. The future is hard. Uh, the crew. And... People are excited about this game. Yes. Like Venetia. I'm not. But let's let's talk about them. What, how, and what game did you start your racing career with? Who would like I to go first? I picked Mary. <clears throat> well, let's see. I got started playing on the little arcade machine in Walmart. Uh, Cruising USA. That's, that was the first time I ate it. Have, uh, first time I ever got behind a racing game when I was like six and I could barely reach the pedals. Have you gotten better since then? Are you do you are you one of those people that actually know how to play arcade games really well? Those I can. Yes. Or at least I used to. Oh, this is so exciting. I know a celebrity. <laughs> How about you? Should I call you Jeremy or Jer Maximus? Which Either one. Which one would you prefer? Either one is fine. Whichever you're more comfortable with. <laughs> I, Jeremy, the reason Jer Maximus exists is because Jeremy, uh, Germ is the nickname for German, and I came up with Jer Maximus. Um, so for me, my, like, I had played Super Nintendo, played Genesis, all that stuff. Um, and I remember playing F-Zero on the Super Nintendo, and I'm, I'm sure I played other racing games as well. But the, the first time that I got hardcore into racing was the original Gran Turismo on PlayStation 1. It was just amazing. It blew, it was huge. You know, it, it took a long time to go through the career, and I freaking loved it. I remember that game mostly after it became a greatest hits and I could actually afford it. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those moments. <laughs> yeah. How about you, V? Um, I really got into racing games like when I was playing like the the old like indie 500 simulation games 
I don't know if any of you like remember those old arcade games. Like uh, are they the, the are they the ones with that that they yeah. have the little cars? Yeah, like you would sit there and the, it would have like those indie cams and then like you would sit there well, and choose like a different view, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I I remember playing like they were like arcade games and uh, that's what first got me started. And I would play them like they were like this 10 speed, like it would make you feel like you were in the real world. And like you would have like fans in the stands, what they called fans in the stands. And it would make you you would sit in this simulator, you know, and there was a steering wheel. And I mean, it was like, you know, of course, you had to feed the shit quarters like nobody's business. But you know, you were sitting in your chairs and you had the pedals and you were sitting there or driving and you know, you had your screen, you had your little speakers and everything. And I remember just like loving that. And that that was my first real exposure to like racing games and getting that feel of driving a standard, so to speak, until I really saw the work that driving a real standard was but i love driving standards anyway now but i loved um that type of racing games and that for me anytime i was in an arcade game um before i really got into shooters that's where i would go to really get my fix for any type of racing game because they had the whole setup i guess so that's what they were for me yeah, it's nice now when you can actually get like a wheel at home, but we didn't get that back then. Um, for me, I kind of have an amalgamation of both insofar as basically my mother was one of those people that thought like arcades were like, you know, dens of, you know, horrible like drug dealers and people who would make literally her words were they'll make you skip school. And I'm like, oh, no anything but that <laughs> you know they're bad people anyway so i would very rarely be allowed into any arcade game type place unless you count like something where i could be heavily heavily supervised and then of course um you know would be way too cheap to actually spend money on playing games there so i would just get to sit in the car and pretend i was playing in the demo reel which basically meant i saw a lot of high scores that weren't me <laughs> Um, but actually playing, I think I, I mentioned to you guys before, was that N64 game, Wave Race, which has nothing to do with cars. But I got to be a jet ski. I got to wear pink and I got to win. That felt very good. That was a fun game, though. That was fun. I was yeah, very a racing sad. Game, though. Yeah, yeah there's a racing game. I know. I tried really hard to, like, buy that recently because, I don't know, nostalgia. And I like being good at things. And... Uh, Apparently, eBay has failed me. They don't want to sell me this game at a reasonable price. With a battery that's not dead. <laughs> those four those four wheeler racing games were always fun, too. You know, race, doing those on like the GameCube and stuff like that or having them on like the PlayStation 2, even on the PS1s. Those were always again. And you had some great uh, even some great old nostalgia games on the NES too I love them at least I don't think but I then played. I then I fell in love with shooters and that was yeah I kind of like I think the next racing game I played was definitely Mario Kart so you know <laughs> that was super serious business uh, you know friendships were made and broken along those lines oh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. That so. game destroyed friendships. <laughs> oh, yeah. That and Nitro the blue shell. And those Light. freaking bananas. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. I, thought, I thought I knew you. You're Mike How could you do Mary. this to me? You're Mike Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to adjust my blanket. It's cold down there. <laughs> <laughs> It's cold down in the south where it's not winter and where you don't have a hundred kilometer like kilometer winds like blowing your house apart. 
Dude, I've got like pieces missing out of degrees Fahrenheit here. That's why I don't live up north. But for me, I'm I wear You're wearing more clothes than I am. Yeah, seriously. I wear, dude, usually when you're in a t-shirt in the middle of summer, I'm still in this. So for me, yeah, you know, know, it's my really temperature cute. runs a little lower than normal, so I'm always freezing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I wear flip-flops in the winter, so but you scare me. You wear so many clothes. There's a robe and a t-shirt. Pants and then a blanket. In my uh, I was gonna say, I, I was waiting for pants. Yeah, I have pants on, of course, yeah. <laughs> Are we supposed to wear pants during this? We, Stephanie and I <laughs> usually have a habit that we have to remind ourselves we have. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Trust me, there is, we have post-it notes. <laughs> pants. Pants. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, my fiance is said, one who has to have the post-it for wear shirts and clothing. That's true. Don't walk past the camera during <laughs> during recording. Don't start dancing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he's bad. <laughs> but I did love Mario Kart and I did love Crash Bandicoot's the Nitro Kart games. Those were awesome games. Do not remember those. I was not friendly to my kids either. I was like, you need to learn now that life is unfair. And, I don't care. and I'm going to win first place every time you play. Otherwise, you don't get dinner. No, no. You're just stuck with vegetables tonight. You better win. I can't even use that. I've my eldest is vegetarian, so I can't eat it. <laughs> You'll have to eat meat. That's awesome. That's all but I'm you're cooking is meat. tonight or else. There's hot dogs for you, buddy. <laughs> you can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. There's so many great memes for those games. Too. I know. Now that we're, on, we're still on our nostalgia kick, what are some other ones that we used to play? Oh, wow. I I'm girls, guys. I loved sexy people. I really enjoyed the old burnout games where it wasn't so much about the racing too, but it was also about just hitting that intersection and those destructive multiplayer, you know, of how big of an impact and how much destruction you could cause. Um, or sometimes it wasn't even about actually playing the game. It was just about getting the nicest car and racing my best friend and just so if he could catch me and so we could crash into, so he could crash into me and me whipping the wheel around or the controller so that, you know, he thought he was going to nail me. And then I just whipped, you know, a nice 180 and he slammed into the wall and exploded. And it was really funny to me. And then that was like burnout paradise and stuff like that, you know, and and then Brown on him. Yep. And that was also the day when I was introduced to the Xbox live cam and that's when I learned that also in Burnout uh, Paradise City that you could also turn that camera on in the game. And I didn't know that. And I was not really dressed until my best friend informed me that he could see that I wasn't wearing underwear. And so I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was mean. Yeah, Bobby Markham, I'm talking to you, dude. So, yeah. Yeah. That, he was mean. He was mean. Did he? Well, at least he told you about it. I'm yeah, not for like 10 minutes. I'm not convinced <laughs> that some of my friends that I know over the Internet would inform me that, by the way, you're not wearing clothes and I can see this. Well, this may or may not be because of like experience with their god awful personalities. I have to thank goodness that he has respect that we're just best friends, and that's it. 
So, yeah, so love to Mr. Bob. <sighs> but yeah, after 10 minutes, he was like, I see you ain't wearing underwear because <laughs> his thick West Virginian accent. I'm like, oh, dude, you suck. How did you turn? He's like, ah, yeah. When you're in game, you can take pictures with the if if the camera's on, you can take a picture of a shot to like diss each other to antagonize when you're racing. Apparently, I did not know this. So, yeah, I was really mad. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that was my first introduction to that option in the game. That old game, yes. Racing naked. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We did tell you about the post-its. Yes. <laughs> this was before the post-its. <laughs> this is the reason why the for is. the post-its. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I have post-its now. <laughs> Damn you. But yes. Yes. After yeah, that, to... after that, that thing was never plugged in unless I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those those kind of games, I I really did need the oh, the really good Need for Speeds were really good on PlayStation too. I was not going to talk about those. I really like those. To be fair, I never played them on PlayStation. I didn't do them until I hit university, and I was playing them like on PC. So my first one, yeah, my first one was like most wanted, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a god in this game, and I also want like to dress my car up in the most ridiculous like candy coated pink and like green and like neon underlighting and crap. I'm like, this will be awesome. Pot plants. Pardon? Mine was decorated in pot plants (laughs) with green underlighting. Yep. All right, so I'm glad to know that younger us were just as tasteless in many ways as yeah. current us. Yes. Rock on. But yeah, no, I, 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 real, I, I, did, I did enjoy those Consistent. games. I, was, I think I actually, I wrote that article where we were talking about simulator games about how this is how I learned how to drive. <laughs> One of the ways in which I learned how to drive. Need for speed. Are you scared yet? Would you like to visit How many like cops Canada? You smash into, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm glad I live way down here. <laughs> I learned how not to drive from playing Need for Speed. I would like to say that you get out a lot of your anxieties about smashing into things by actually smashing into things. That's true. So. Yeah. I have never done it in real life. I would like to avoid this in future, but I am much less afraid of like the stupidest non-actions like causing horrible accidents because that's usually how it happens. I have a lead foot period. I like to drive fast in general. Um, so whether it's this on camera. So I have I, I have no problem. Okay, is one of the reasons why Sean had a problem with me driving his Camaro because he, when he first bought it, he never pushed it really beyond its limits to see what it could do. The first time he gave me the keys, I maxed the speedometer on that bitch and did burned those Pirelli tires. I did everything that I possibly could to that thing. And he was never the same. He said, I do, you know, like I defiled her. I'm pretty sure that means that counts as breaking her in. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I said. But, you know, he, he like, you know, he just said as I defiled her and I was like, Dude, you don't get a car like that and not at least test it out one time. Yeah. Driving her to like a hundred. Really? Come on. Yeah, I didn't but I don't know. bother to it's ask Shannon if he tested out the Jeep or not. Very I knew he person. had. Well, I don't know. So yeah, you gotta get... See, I like to get that aggression out in games where I can't get arrested for it and my car impounded. Yeah, crashing. Yeah, that's definitely something for end gaming. I mean, even the extreme speeding. I like going fast. I generally don't like getting caught. 
Well, I don't own. That's Canada. I particularly don't own, you know, like a Lamborghini. So in uh, four is a game, you know, is, you know, I can drive one and I can't, you know, I don't own a Bugatti. I doubt I will own one in my lifetime unless I, you know, marry a really rich old guy about to die and give him head before he dies and he gives me a Bugatti. Or I, you know, hit oil somewhere, um, which I'm down with giving head to an old guy before he dies and he gives me a Bugatti. It's not beneath me. It's not beneath me. I'm sure oh. Sean would allow it. I was going to say, Sean would probably deal with that because he'd get something out of it, too. Yes, because he almost asked me to uh, before at Comic-Con. Mary is aware of this. He was willing to allow me to give head to get his enterprise signed. So by Hashtag the time no shame. Yes. <laughs> so I looked at him like an asshole. I was like, wow, as long as it was signed, signed by the entire cast, that was OK. So, yeah, he's an asshole. So, yeah. But for a Bugatti, at least I have standards. <laughs> and it was one time. So. Oh, I'd do it for that. I'd totally do it for that. Uh, see? Exactly. <laughs> see? <laughs> exactly. Right. Now we have talked racing games and where our morality <laughs> lies. <laughs> see, we're completely professional. <laughs> and on topic. You know, completely. it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's become this kind of podcast. Hey, completely sorry, professional. children. Bugattis aren't made that much to me. Sorry. <laughs> I have I have standards. <laughs> I love that car. It's so beautiful. <clears throat> I've been I in the sea that. of cars. Oh, I love that game. It's so beautiful. Yes, it is really pretty, isn't it? <sighs> I, I was, that's, that, it was one of the reasons why I actually considered buying an Xbox One because Forza 5 looked really good. And I am actually still more excited to see that one and to play that one more than I am about the crew. Hey, hey, don't make that <laughs> face at me, sir. Do, we are going to discuss this. I, I have other people's opinions to go on, to be fair, since I didn't get to play much of it myself. And a lot of it was streamed, but I can have opinions of my own. And you have not been talking much, so I think it's your turn. It is your turn. Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's funny. No, I played Forza E3 and it was cool. Uh, you know, they, they had this one track that you could play and you could you could win something for it if you actually came in first place and stuff. So it was cool. But I played the, I played several hours of the crew beta and I was just like, whoa, it blew my mind. Um, no, I loved uh, Need for Speed is a lot of fun. Hot Pursuit was really cool. And uh, the one thing that pisses me off about all these games and you see people talk about it too. These new games come out, and I loved Most Wanted, the new one. I liked the, the new Most Wanted, and I love Rivals. Um, but one thing that I will agree with people is the customization has gone down and down and oh, down, yeah. down and down. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but like, like you what know, happened? Like arcadey in nature, anyway. They're not supposed to feel like real vehicles. It's just like eh, I'm just gonna toss this shiny thing into other things, and pieces will break off. Woo! <laughs> you know, and then there are cops. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know. But yeah, I remember uh, like especially Midnight Club, and and I didn't notice yeah. it until start and other other people started pointing it out, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, Midnight Club had a lot of customization. Yes, you know, that, it did. I miss being able to do neon windshields, neon under the car, neon, you know, like and that besides the hundreds of other things you could do, you know, like you can't even do that anymore. No, and then they came out with Saints Row Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's very true. Right, I have not customize a vehicle, so yeah. much customization. <laughs> that sex appeal. Yeah, that's true. They want things. I, it just seems like so realistic for the cars. And the thing is, uh, for me, if I wanted realism, I'd go out and buy a car. You know, I I think a lot of it is. If I'm going to buy a racing game, I want to be able to freaking pimp that thing out to my imagination's content. And I think that's where a lot of the racing games do lack is that you can't do 
most of what you want. And that's one of the things I saw a lot with Forza 5. There's only so much customization that you can do. You're very limited uh, within the game's menus. You can mess with the paint job, very, but only within the game's limits. Uh, you can, you know, tweak, you know, certain upgrades, but you can't add anything like Plus seriously. You can't really do anything. Girl in the dash. You know, and I miss, you know, the from the old racing games where I could put, you know, all kinds of crazy shit on my cars and, you know, spoilers or put, you know, freaking daggers, you know, on on their freaking rims, you know. I, I loved all the, the extremes and the bizarres. And I think that's part of the appeal of was that it's, yeah, it's a racing game, but it's, it also isn't real, you know? Um, yes, I love how realistic these cars are at the same time. Yes, we hear you, Sarge. But I, Sassy parrot. Yes, he wants to be on, but then he'll probably be flying around if I let him out. But they, I mean, they are beautiful games, but I agree on the customization part. I don't know. What else did you like? I think Forza is still top between comparing that to like the crew. Really? Well, I I don't know. The customization in Forza. But when I when I when I saw the crew, the crew, it's there's it's kind of like Assassin's Creed Unity right now. They have a lot of customization, but say if you pick like a certain color for your outfit, you can't pick the color for your hood, the color for your armor, the color for your boots, the color for your arms. You can pick one color for the whole set. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of individualizing each piece, and the crew does the same kind of a thing. There's these certain parts that you can you can pick a color for, but you can't like make it your own for every little piece, you know, and that, that would be really cool. I haven't seen Forza's though, but I, the yeah. crew has really good customization. Yeah, that was how it is for Forza 5. It's whatever color you picked, that was it. Um, unless you picked whatever, um, like, ha- similar to like Forza 4, whatever the community designs were that you could add. But then once you pick it, if you happen to change anything, uh, that's it. It holds, you know, it holds defaults back to what it was originally. Um, so that that's the only thing. So there's a lack of customization, but I think Forza is known for its realistic cars and not for that fantasy outlook. Um, but I, what I do love about Forza is you know, it's has, you know, you have your top gear guys and I love that show. Um, you know, it ha- the tracks are fantastic. Um, so I've always been a large, I've always been a really big Forza fan. Um, but Need for Speed Rivals was a really fun game too. And I looked, I saw it on PS4 and I saw it on the Xbox One side by side. Uh, to me, it really wasn't much of a difference. Um, it was a really fun game as well. Uh, but the crew beta uh, that I had access to on the Xbox One, that was a fun game, though. Um, I, I thought it was enjoyable. So I think it's all per- it's, it's about, you know, what your personal preference is. You know, yeah, I think it's also like how you approach it, because like I know a lot of other um, people who are really into racing games that aren't quite happy with the mechanics of it, because, you know, you can forgive the like light plot because you're not really looking for plot in a car game. And um, I think some of the sounds of the engines are a little off enough for a purist to notice. I don't care myself, but I think it. Uh, what they had a, a lot to say was about the, uh, the actual driving mechanics of them, how the cars feel all floaty and they don't move and transfer like real cars. But you got to remember, again, it was a beta. It's not yeah, the final product. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they did their closed beta and now they're doing their open beta now because it's open right now. And nothing's changed. Only for Xbox and PS4. Usually. Mm-hmm. 
usually there's not many changes yeah. between yeah you're, the, you're not going to find much changes anyway <laughs> but, but between like the beta and the final product yeah well one thing i don't know if you guys looked or anything but I'm, and i didn't give it a real big look because i don't use a steering wheel at home i would love to but i don't i don't do that thing but um i did notice the options you could actually i mean you could you could change the handling not of your car but of the actual controls like you could increase there is so many different options there is and i was just like whoa and i was like i'd i'm gonna stick to default because i want to play arcade racing but there is they had options that you could you could change different handling settings for your cars and stuff which i thought was pretty dang cool yeah that there's they also have that um as well in the forza games as well you can change your handling um and how the car drives up to personally suit your skill as well so there's one yeah. setting I'm pretty sure they can't fix though. Which is <laughs> <laughs> that's how I play racing. Do you also turn your head to go with the map? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you should see me trying to play Mario Kart eight, okay. Those tries I'm like, okay, wait a minute, I can't flip like that. What the heck? Where are we going? <laughs> I know it's you're playing with the DS, right? So I can do that with the DS. People? I'm like No, I am playing with the gamepad on the Wii U and my big screen TV. <laughs> so are you those people that jumps with your character to make it jump? <laughs> I remember my youngest. He used to do that when Ghost I never my old house. Unless you hear jump. him upstairs jumping, like I'm like he thinks that's gonna help his character. It's, it's very rare for you know, It's very rare for me to do that. I do do that sometimes though, and it's only if I'm like super immersed into the game, and then and then the game does something unusual. Like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it does like this weird twisting and turn. I'm like, whoa, where am I going? Where, <laughs> like, what just happened? Where am I at? What game am I playing right now? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> that's why I play with the wheel. That's like clamped to the desk. Oh, you have a wheel. That's so cool. Uh, no, I used to. I used to. Oh, that's, okay. how I, that's how I played Need for Speed originally, which made uh, drifting rather difficult. Because <laughs> I would have to play. Because I would. Um, I would play automatic because I. I can't drive stick still. And yeah, automatic trying to drift. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you know there are parts of like. Um, not uh, most wanted, but the one that came after it. I want to call it Chrome, and I always get it wrong because it's not Chrome. Um, it's it's something else that makes me think of Chrome. Um, I can't remember. Either. Carbon. There, carbon. Yeah. there we go. It was Need for Speed Carbon, and yeah, there was drifting in that, and I hit a cement truck very, very often. <laughs> that happens. Oops. The only steering wheel I had was I actually had it for the 360 was the wireless mm. uh, steering wheel um, that Sean had got me to see how I liked it for when I was doing playing uh, Forza 4. And um, I didn't use it as often as I thought I would because I actually had to hold it in the air and my arms got tired and that was annoying. So, and all of the devices, gamer style, you know, and all the devices like that you could sit in, you know, and actually put on the ground. They're so expensive, mm. but they're so nice. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I had some of those chairs, you know, then you know that's a whole different ball game. You I know? get so jealous when I see like YouTube videos of that. I'm like, you bastard! <laughs> yeah, that's it's really cool. But I'm like, that would be awesome. But yeah, dude, I can't. That, that, I totally I have kick one of on those the plastic add-ons to like the yeah. Wii Mote. But I am more than willing to review one as a journalist if I have to keep it you know that's no problem i got space <laughs> plenty of room in my new house yes yeah no my dad in like a fit of like we frenzy way back when it like was actually a thing that like other people who didn't play games wanted to buy it um he bought one of those sets of like 
add-ons, the plastic add-ons to make them look like the things that you were playing in like Wii Sports or whatever. So he would have a baseball bat, like a tennis racket, a like little steering wheel, a sword. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Once again, I have used them exactly once to pose with. That's right. that <laughs> in a box for like the past like however many years we've had a Those week. are fun though. They might be silly, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do enhance, you know. It's immersion, for little man. Ones. Yeah. I think they're I'm more fun it. for the I was younger so ones. lazy with the Wii though. I'm sorry. A Wii mote, which is like, it was so out of my, my sphere of like doing things. I'm like, I don't want to be active when I'm playing games. It was the lack of games for the type of player I was that the Wii just ended up getting tired of it. No, I I just like the tennis game. Even when I was trying to play Zelda, because I was like, oh, I can't I can't go wrong with this. It's going to be great. It's not just. And and then I was just like, they were like, oh, slash this rock like this. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it. Why I'm it doing working? it. Why aren't you working? <laughs> Damn the camera, man. And, you know, apparently it got better when you got the Wii Mote um, Plus. Yeah. And I tried that. And, like, I, I did play a little bit more of, like, other games that required a better movement. And it, and it was better. But I was just like, oh, this is too much work. I could <laughs> pressing buttons. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was one thing. Um, I, I used to play at a friend's house, and, and the first thing that I noticed was that, you know, they try to make it so they interact with it, which is really cool. I think it's a great concept. But it, when it doesn't work the way that you would think it would work, like you have to, you, you still, you're not doing it like you would in real life. You have to manipulate it as if you're playing a game. So it's not the same. It's not exactly the same as if you were to do it in real life. You have to actually play the game like you know it's it was weird that was what i found out when i was playing some of the sports games with it i was like well it works but i would still play differently in real life than if i were to do it with this this little remote that's with the camera and stuff yeah i think there was like a little over dramatization so to speak especially for bowling yeah my ex got so mad at we (laughs) because he plays tennis and he's just like who the hell would play like this? <laughs> Nobody swings this like that. What the hell? Exactly. <laughs> they did have some great commercials, though, from when it was coming out, though. You know, the guys just showing up to your house. So, but it was, a, I thought it was an interesting concept. I think connected it better. I'm sorry. Because that... I'm sorry that Disney Fantasia music evolved. That was awesome. That was awesome. And yeah, you're as fun. Muted again, miss. And you don't have to hold anything. Yes, you don't have to hold anything. <laughs> the TV is well, not in danger. Well, yeah, no, but people the, standing these, near these are you some are. Of the important parts <laughs> of a racing game. You can't take the wheel away from a racing game. You can't take even a controller that pretends to be a racing wheel out of your hands. <laughs> then you're just like, I can direct this car with my mind. Damn and then right. you would be Google, but you know. <laughs> or a Knight Rider. <clears throat> Kit. Yeah. Drive. Drive. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> that car. <laughs> Yeah. Minority report. Drive me home. I'm drunk. Do you know how many lives would be saved? Seriously. That'd be awesome. How many lives would save with people driving sober? Most of the people in the United States can't. (laughs) Exactly. Where's logic coming in on that? Come on now. We're talking about drunk people. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Stop being drunk while driving. Damn it. Duh. At least now it is not approved of. Turn back to talk maybe like 30 years and it was just like, yeah, no, 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 that was a thing. We drank at work. We drove home after drinking. It was a thing. And I'm like, yeah. And that was my friend has the button to help you parallel park. I was like, God, you're lazy. I need that. Totally admit could possibly use that. Someday. Okay, am I the only one who knows how to freaking parallel park? I know how, but I hate it because I'm short and usually I can't see 
over the back dash. What? Isn't that a requirement? I'm to short two minutes. <laughs> Being able to see through the windows is a requirement, isn't it? Wait, you're afraid of driving around me? No, there's a difference between driving and being able to lift up and check and make sure nobody's coming, but to sit there and go, where's the curb and where's the back of this other car in this little bitty tiny space while people are waiting behind you that are not that patient. I don't have That's that patience. That's their problem. That's their problem. Girl, try doing that shit in Manhattan. I learned how to parallel park in Manhattan. My father was like, it's it's rush hour. You're going to learn how to drive in parallel park here. Best lesson ever. I thought it was mentally insane at the time. But I realize now the man was a genius. (laughs) Because if I can drive and park in that freaking insanity, you can drive anywhere in the world. I'm pretty sure that actually means that you drive like an asshole. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that everyone in that city drives like an asshole. But if you can still parallel park and learn how to drive, that, that means, hey, that, that means- is fair. At the same time, you probably. <laughs> hey, I know how to obey traffic laws. I, I like them, but I know how. Sean does not know how to freaking parallel park. He will drive around the block until he can just pull into a parking spot because he learned how to drive in upstate New York. I'm like, God, you're pathetic. That's another reason is because I was two hours, two to three hours for any major city that really had parallel parking where I got my license. I think there was one area where I learned how to parallel park. Nobody else had parallel parking. He only had to parallel. The only time he parallel parked was to take his test. Did I ever tell you guys that the first time I took a driving test, I parallel parked into a ditch? (laughs) That's awesome. This has gone way away beyond the intended topic. So everybody who wanted wanted to look into (laughs) video games and and racing, we are very sorry. But this is an important story if you ever decide to visit Canada. I promise you I am much better at parallel parking now. And to be fair, I would like to point out that it was probably not as much of my fault as you think it is. Stop it. <laughs> because... I was parking into a ditch on your... T- <laughs> Please because tell me you failed, right? I did fail. <laughs> <laughs> But the first time I took my test, um, it was one of those. Hey, hey. how many times did we take that? Let let us clarify. This is part of the story. (laughs) Okay, so okay, so let's put it this way: learning to drive from the video game is what not no, 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 to that do came that came after the fact okay this is this is the funnier part it's after i got i did that that i actually got good um no originally i learned because you know i had a driver instructor he was asian so he only taught me the bare basics i didn't even know how to back it in at the time anyway so he taught me how to parallel park but, you know, he, he taught me by saying, OK, you have to measure by where the sidewalk is in your mirror and in your, your like window. And I was like, OK, well, that I can do. And then on my test, um, I had a parallel park in a section where there was no curb and which was right. It kind of cut off like abruptly down into a ditch. And then there was a guardrail. And and so I backed up way too much and I kind of half parallel parked into a ditch. And then getting out of the ditch required not smacking into the guardrail, which I managed to avoid. It may or may not have required a bit of the uh, tester's help with the uh, driver brake or the passenger seat brake, which it was like a teacher's car. So it had one. So that test legitimately failed. Second test probably failed, too. Well, yes. Yes, I did. I made a wrong turn where I shouldn't have. (sighs) Everybody makes a left turn when other people are making right turns. I don't understand. 
Anyway, so the third time I failed, I would like to point out that I did everything right. The the guy testing me started hitting on me and touching my leg and saying, you have such nice skin. And I said, let go of me, you sick fuck. Or something like that. All right. All right. So if that's and, why you and, failed. Then and, yeah. Yeah. And I was a mouse back then, so I was just like, oh, God, oh, God, now what do I do? And I ran away. And then and then and then I let my license expire. And then I played video games. And apparently I was just like, OK, so it's not really that bad. I practiced some. I went back on the road. I'm a perfectly good driver. I somehow don't think you believe me at all now, but I swear <laughs> this to be true. That's a debate. I, know. Okay. I think our listeners and viewers are finding that up for debate as well. No, but seriously. <clears throat> I aced my uh, test you, the first right? time. Yeah. You can be a terrible driver and then actually learn how to drive. True. My dad was and an ex-police chief, taught me how to drive. I went to go take my test. They took me around the block and back to the station. See, I'm pretty sure that doesn't count as a real drive. Yeah, that's not a real I, test. No, but that's how I got my driver's license. It was late in the day. The agent was tired. Our driving test than like America does. So cheating. I had a whole obstacle course I had to do for New Jersey. I did a month of training on those. My dad built them himself for me to learn to drive. So I'd be prepared for that test. And then the lady didn't have me do any of it. Wow. So I, don't, I think it, it's about how you get taught. And I got yeah, you've been here in New York. It's an obstacle course. There was a Obst- lot of training. No, I I don't mind like the racing games where it's an obstacle course because uh, I, I had to do that for my driving test. I have to drive through, you know, the cones, you know, the funky. It's just uh, it's all road tests. You uh, you have to get out on the road and do all of that in actual traffic. You're supposed to. Played, not racing games specifically, but like those driving simulators, the real like the realistic ones mm-hmm. ever tried those they're dead boring but they're rather educational hey i like i said i didn't just learn from need for speed <laughs> the driver's no, ed would have one but i never Bang took did. driver's ed he did Shel- sheldon cooper did on big so Bang. if a fictional character can do it <laughs> so can you that's how they learned to drive at my high school. They had the driver's ed simulator tra- trailer brought in for like a month before they were ever allowed to touch the car. They do that for like forklifts and stuff like that. They have it like for some companies, they do that, those simulators and stuff like that. They have them for pilots and stuff as well. I don't know how I would take that as far as, as a driving simulator since I've never you know just i have driving simulation games but an actual driving simulator yeah i don't know i'd still probably look at it as a game and just speed yeah like burn out the hell out of it (laughs) oh tractor trailer let's pile on a million dollar damage that's all i would see is like my multiplier Because me and my dad, like, even when we drive now, we joke around and it's... Yes, How many it's points easy. is that worth? Yes. <laughs> or, I feel like I am not the most unsafe driver in this podcast <laughs> at this moment. I would even like to say... we don't do I would, that. I would like to say that I, I am a reformed, terrible Asian driver. And that took a lot, you know, that's a thing. You're just like unrepentant. I'm like, yeah, we do that. <laughs> you know, I still we discuss it and joke. Yes. <laughs> I yes. can drive like a police officer. All right. Okay, so I guess I'll be the make the racial thing. I drive like an illegal citizen cab driver in the city cuz they drive like psychos. So there you go. Not hey, they drive the like how well you tip them. And you tip them to drive like psychos. Yeah. So. But I, even though I am a citizen, 
because I was born here. But that's because my father chose to teach me to drive in that city. Yeah. Like every right, every, you know, traffic light in the city is a race. It's like, you know, get it forward. It's a hundred meter test. I'm very grateful that I have totally figured out how to keep this on topic. (laughs) I applaud all of us, including myself, for this slight train wreck of a topic. And it's racing. Final words. It's still racing. I'm pretty sure this doesn't count as racing, you know, so much as proving that we're all women. So, I. There's people and there are guys out there who do this too. They know that if they're on a strip in Florida or especially Miami's and they're nice cars and there's like a whole thing of traffic lights and them shits turns green after seeing, watching like the new Fast and Furious movie, you know them freaking bad boys racing, they're revving their engines like, all right. All right. Yes. You know it. And I know. Yes. That's a fact. I've been to Florida. Family lives there. And I've watched it happen. And I've been a participant in those crazy <laughs> Yes, I know. Yes. Anything could be racing. I obey the law. <laughs> I'm just going to. Francis <laughs> Lewis Boulevard in Bayside, Queens. That strip alone was known for its drag racing. Yes. I was back. I know I wasn't bad. I'm a risk taker and I took a test and it even said I was a risk taker. So there, enough said. Racing's in my blood. So final thoughts. Are we going to fight it out about the crew? It's a good game. You're biased. So shut up. Oh, I'm biased. You need to actually play it and have played enough. (laughs) I've played a very little bit of it. I've watched more streams of it and I've watched other people try to fiddle with it. It's not quite the same as like playing it yourself. True. But it is enough to formulate enough of an opinion. Yeah, well, you can you can get an idea from watching yeah. a game. Um, I I wrote a review about it after the first beta, the first closed beta, because um, I I loved it, man. And the one thing, the one for me, the one thing for me, um, I was hoping we'd talk more about it. And it's okay, you guys are great. You're so much fun. And this is my first podcast, like literally. But the one thing for me about the crew that makes that really truly impresses me is that it's it it's open world. There's it's no, there's no boundaries. There's there's nothing that stops you other than those stupid freeway high the little rails on the freeways. <laughs> but when you get around them, you can go off road. You go driving through mountains. You literally drive through mountains. You can drive anywhere, anywhere. There's no. Uh, there's, I mean, it's a big world. There is a certain part where you reach the border, you know, you get a border and it's like, you can't go there because it's the United States. You can't drive out of the United States, but you know, within the United States, it's huge. It's amazing. It's open. It's, you could, I mean, I I couldn't believe it. I drove everywhere. And that was my test for the game. When I played the beta, I was like, I'm going to see just how open world this is because I don't believe it. I played Rivals. I played Need for Speed Rivals and and it's a really cool game. It's open and and same with Most Wanted. You can drive all over the city that you want. But it's still limited. There's still those streets that you have to stick to no matter what. And in the crew, you're not on the street. You can go anywhere. You can just whatever you want to do. You just go travel. It's, you can just travel. It's, that's what made me think. I was like, they compared it to an MMORPG. And I didn't believe them. I thought it was nonsense. I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Like, I've played 20 years of MMOs. And I'm like, there's no way. And then I played it and I was like, okay i'll give you that like i will give you that the open world is amazing it's really cool i think that's one of the one of the unique things that appealed me about the beta itself was okay this is a racing game but i don't have those set limitations with the crew and i think that alone will probably get more people interested so i'm glad that you did bring that up because I had a lot that we didn't even touch on that. But yeah, it is it, it is very unique and it's something that has not really been done to that massive scale. And um, it was one of the things that I loved about it because you don't have you don't have that preset. You can just do whatever you want. And I think that's awesome. What didn't you like, though? 
Who, me? No, Jeremy. Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I hate that game. No. <laughs> no I'm just I, hey, I will never just judge a game simply by saying all the negative shit I can about it. There is never going to be a game that is just yeah. terribly. Fuck terribly Chocobos. Bad. No, I, I hate there's Fuck I mean, there's, for I mean, for, for no matter. I mean, I didn't play enough. Of the, like I played several hours. I played like at least eight hours of the crew and there wasn't anything specifically that I could point out um, because when I when I played it, it was for me the, when I played the beta, like I needed to see how open world it was. That was my goal. Like I wasn't trying to so race. I wasn't trying to. Yeah. yeah, I did do racing. I did. But I didn't. My thing was open world. Like I wanted to see. I was like, so I traveled. I did so much traveling in that game. Like I, I went through the world. I went. I tried to find my hometown. That I guess that would be a negative. Is as much as it. They try to get every single thing of the United States in there. They there are some smaller parts that aren't in it, you know, so it doesn't have every single tiny little city in the, in the, in the game and stuff. But uh, yeah, I know I definitely, I just wanted to see the open world, but yeah, most games, I mean, no matter what, even the best games have something really infuriating about them. (laughs) I think this one had one of those issues where you couldn't really tell what kind of, um, as far as tracks were concerned, I, I think they weren't as nicely made. So a lot of stuff comes up like unexpectedly. Um, a lot of stuff you can't tell whether or not they're destructible until you hit it. And then you realize, oh, no, no, they're not. And they look they all look the same. That no, nobody, in- nobody actually drove into things. You're all perfect. That, no, that happened in Need for Speed Rivals as well yeah. and Most Wanted. You know, that you, you, you're you smashing through all this stuff and then all I of a sudden... I feel that crash. that was more arcadey than anything, though. And they were they were trying... This one was trying a little harder to be a serious race... More serious, not so arcadey racing game in that respect. Really? Because well, I, I got the idea way. it was super hardcore arcadey for the crew. Especially because, okay, just the fact that you can drive off-road. Like, you literally... That's- if you go through a forest, you don't crash in every tree. You yeah. it, the game even it doesn't take control of your car, but there's some kind of detection thing that you you'll drive straight through all these trees. It doesn't force your car to turn anything, but there's something about it that just makes it so that you can drive through it. Now you can smash into them if you don't. It's not like you're not going to smash into them, but like there's something about it that's arcadey that makes it so that you're not just going to Mm-hmm. simulated crash every little thing you know which was pretty i mean it's i was just like wow like how did they do that <laughs> it's pretty freaking cool yeah i i i'm still wondering about it but i like that you can drive cross country and or on either direction you know from one end to the other and not have to go in a predetermined you know i think kind of do your own thing and that's one thing you just mentioned too like a moment ago uh was how the races seem like they're they're so strange and stuff and that's what happens with a lot of these games too especially now these open world games they're making them new they're trying everything they can it's impossible to make something innovative like it's almost impossible so what they're doing is they're just changing it up so so it's different what they do is they change the patterns you know so you're we're not used to driving this way we're not used to driving off-road and, and going from street to off-road and back to street and and, and it's so it's just weird you know you're spinning around you're going through dirt you're going through street and it's, just, and it's bad because you're just not used to it but no. that's what they're doing is they're trying to change it up and, and give us something new to play through <laughs> i think if enough more people just need to give it a chance and i think the more people give it a chance well that's the thing when you're so used to something and you're introduced to a change you know it's easy to just reject any any change but i think if enough people give it a chance you know you might find that all right i like that this is different i like that they're changing it up a little bit and Mm. you know i you don't why it, it's and no offense it's like you know people complain about call of duty it's like all of the call of duties being the same game all the time you know so when you have somebody trying to be do something a little bit different to a genre that a lot of people you know know and love you know you don't want to immediately knock them for it you want to give them a chance to you know by seeing what they're going to do different um but I liked it enough to, you know, pick it up, you know, 
that I had a pre-ordered hidden. I was I was sold the beta just just from the open world. Uh, now mm. I love racing. I do. I love racing. I haven't been hardcore into racing in a long time. I, I play the racing games. I love Rivals. I love Most Wanted. I love Grid Two, um, but I don't play them hardcore. I, those I still haven't beaten those games. Like I used to beat racing games. I used to play every track. I used to get gold every. You know, I used to best everything that I possibly could. And now I, I play them casually. I still play them a lot. Like I have at least 20, 30, 40 hours on most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to. Play play them hundreds of hours you know <laughs> um but the crew just just how different it is it's uh, I, the open world um, so i and you know the one thing that's really cool too about it is it's not just regular races even the small content the little bits the even the stupid little jumps there and they can be annoying too because you'll start a jump one th- oh yeah here you go you asked me what i didn't like about it right <laughs> there are these parts you'll be driving and the random challenges will start mm-hmm. and and but it'll go in the wrong direction it'll like you'll start you'll hit the challenge and it all of a sudden is going like wait i was why does the challenge start here and i'm going straight and then all of a sudden you're like where where did this go and then you have to start the challenge all over again because you totally miss the direction you're supposed to go in but no that was one thing i loved is just the the random challenges they're very short they're cool but there's it just adds content it's something extra and fun to do especially if you love driving if you just want to race around there's there's little fun parts to do they're just extra little bits yeah i i i did i didn't do that many um because i didn't get I didn't get a chance to do the beta as much as I really wanted to, but um, I maybe stumbled upon one of the challenges. Um, And I was almost successful, but that's all I can say about it. Almost successful. I'm actually curious now because you were asked about it, Secure. I don't know. Do I call you Mirrored Secure or Secure or, or Steph? Whichever one wants. Steph. Works. Okay. I was just curious what you what you saw that you didn't like as well. Um, just because I mean, I mean, it's it's easy to to get a quick opinion. I, I don't. I totally agree. If you watch a game, even thirty seconds, a minute, something. If you see gameplay, you know if you're gonna like it or not. So I'm like curious what stood out to you that you didn't like about it. Mm, just the handling of it was okay. weird. Just a lot of it was just the driving mechanics of it. Like it felt like like one of my friends actually described it rather accurately. It felt like like driving in Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was a great game. I didn't think the the car part of it was a great part of the game. Oh, the driving in yeah. Watch Dogs was horrific. Yeah. So it, it was felt horrific. a little I more loved like the game. that. I loved the game, you know, but it, the driving was horrible yeah. un- t- unless you were able to max that driving ability. Um, well, that was that's always funny to me because every, everybody can play. Now, I didn't play on the controller. I played on the keyboard. I don't know no, if it was different. I played on yeah. the controller. I don't know I if it's different on the controller because like everybody said it was terrible. And I was like, to me, it reminded me of Grand Theft Auto where you just can't speed through everything. That's what it was because you it, the city is meant to be alive where there's a bunch of traffic. So you're not meant to race through it. You're meant to just drive through it. You know, so well, I remember when I first played Grand Theft Auto 4, I was trying to race through it. And I was just like, I, I'm just smashing into everything. Like, what's going on? So I thought the game sucked. But then I was like, oh, I'm supposed to just slowly, casually drive. I'm just like, oh, boring. So, no, I don't know. But I did. I heard that a lot. But I was to do in a video. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean, though, right? You're limited on time in Watch Dogs. You have like certain time to get and then you have to escape from the police. But it was also learning how to hack, you know, things in the environment to aid in your escape and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But I know I played it on the Xbox One, the Watch Dogs, because I was doing guide writing for Game Skinny. And people were asking me about the driving. And, you know, you had those points where you could add for your driving skill. Um, And the only time you had better control uh, was if you were able to max that out which you had to get further along in the story and um but initially as i for the console i didn't because i don't know how it was on the pc but driving on the console initially with no points in there 
freaking was horrific. It was, you had no control. I found driving a motorcycle or a dirt bike much better. I would escape on those before I took a car any day. I would was, just escape on that shit because it was those were easier to control, easier to drive. Cars they were fun. I loved those. The cars were just freaking. Plus, they were easier to go off road and go into corners where you really couldn't go with a car. And for eluding the police, yeah, hello. But yeah, the cars were. They always were nightmares. Yeah. The control. So sucked. you know, learning curve maybe, but yeah. I was just curious because, uh, you know, for the most part, when it comes between console and uh, PC keyboard, even when people play on PC, they say use a controller because a lot of times it's it's true. Keyboard controls usually suck. So when people were complaining about Watch Dogs driving, I was like, I'm using the keyboard and it's fine. <laughs> but I, I believe it. I believe shooter, it. It's I find shooters on the PC much better with a keyboard than with a controller, actually. I find I find some racing games I actually like with a keyboard more so than the than a controller or a wheel. Mm-hmm. Like a few, quite a few of the PC racing games I actually prefer on um, using a keyboard. It's other games that require me to dodge and things that I, I miss having a controller. I think but those aren't racing games. 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 So, <laughs> you know, more tangents. But in closing, I suppose, since we are getting a little like over time, which, you know, now that we actually got more people to talk. <laughs> Mary, any final thoughts on our topic? Actual topic? And not my driving? I'm or yours? Mario Kart 8. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the crew. Can't wait. Yes. And you? Jeremy. Didn't I go over this? Oh, <laughs> true, I guess technically. I suppose that no, counts that's totally your cool. vote. I'm glad. No, I, no, I, I, there aren't, like, I had stopped pre-ordering games for a long time. Um, because they're so expensive like i can't afford to buy all these games i want them all i've wanted them all but i stopped pre-ordering it they're really expensive but the crew was just an immediate purchase i played it and i i just liked it and i'm not saying it's going to be perfect or anything that's just my impressions i was blown away i was like i have to play this game so i i can't wait that's in a few days too yeah it's pretty soon on my to-do list at some point maybe after christmas (laughs) okay well Thank you for for joining us, and well, we hope to see you back again. This I'd is, love to uh, be back. You guys are awesome. I, I'm glad you think so, even though we went <laughs> completely off topic. But please, and you guys first, need to check out his Twitch channel, exactly. Germaximus. And he has got me. She's got me. <laughs> and his Facebook page. Yes. What is it? Tell people, Germaximus. Your Maximus. <laughs> Just look at oh. my name. I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to check about his awesome. So thank you so much. No, seriously, yeah, this was great. It was really cool. And and you as you guys are people that I've followed for like at least a year or two now. So it's really cool. Sweet. Yeah. Bye. It was great having you on here. And yeah. Join us next week. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.